horses, mountains, dogs. Oh my, these are a few of my favorite things. They are the things that bring me home and connect me to the wisdom of my grandparents and the values I wanna instill in my children. My name is Kat Caldwell Myers. I live on a small horse farm outside of Chicago with my children, my husband, We've got a couple of dogs. We all work for the cat. In this podcast, you are gonna hear from some of my mentors, the folks who have helped me get back on the horse and back on my my skis after injury, after illness, after pandemic, when all of us had to find ourselves over again to live our best lives. So without further ado, horses, mountains, dogs. Oh my. So every now and then you have one of those days that is a really exciting day in the history of your life. Today is one of those days for me. I've been so excited all morning. I feel like a little kid on Christmas. Actually, not Christmas, the day before Christmas or the day before your birthday, where you have all of this anticipation and excitement and you don't really know how it's going to go, but you know it's going to be everything and more that you want it to be, and you have so much anticipation and excitement and energy. And here I am, (laughs) almost 42 years old, feeling like a little kid. Okay, what's going on with me? And what happened this morning? So this morning, I woke up. I have been thinking about this thing for a long time, actually my whole life, since I was a little kid. And this quote, thing came to fruition for me a couple of years ago and just awakened all of this creativity and joy. And ever since that day, I have had this heart opening and sweet spot for ponies as an adult. Now, listen, I'm a grown up. I can't ride ponies anymore, but the pleasure and joy of seeing my children and my friends connect with a pony where it has nothing to do with riding them. And this year, I actually learned how to drive a pony. What am I talking about? Not a car. Before we drove cars, we drove horses. We drove carts. We drove oxen, etc. donkeys, right? And this year, I had the incredible opportunity to learn how to drive a pony with a carriage or a cart, where you sit in this little carriage behind a little pony, and you get to use all of the things you have learned riding a horse with reins and a bridle, which is the thing that goes on their face. The reins are in your hands. And now you're driving this little pony in front of you, and it's pulling you around the world on two wheels. It's the most fun that I think I've had in a long, long time. And this year, you know, uh, was ripe with a lot of really high highs and some low lows. Exactly a year ago, we lost our first pony and it was terribly sad. Story for another time. And this show is actually dedicated to him in part and his memory because He was such a special pony and he brought so many people into loving horses and ponies. But back to today, because today is a very special day because I went back to the farmer where I got that pony and his name was Lots of Dots. 
And if you're wondering what he looked like, he looked like a Dalmatian puppy, like 101 Dalmatians, except that he was not a puppy. He was a pony and he was the cutest thing ever. And that coloring is called Leopard Appaloosa on a pony. And he was really cute and really fuzzy in the winter. Oh my gosh, his hair was like as long as my fingers. (laughs) And you could just bury your face in it and give him these pony hugs. And he just loved people. He was such a gift for all of us. So this year... I started driving pony carts and because of the opportunity and because I showed up for the opportunity to learn how to drive my good friend's pony and carriage and go to a horse show and that's a whole other story, but it was such an amazing experience. Because I showed up for that, I was in the right place at the right time to be able to volunteer to drive a pony at the summer camp where my children went and that pony is coming home to our house tomorrow. I am so excited. And you know what? It was not easy to get this pony. He's not the first pony. There was actually a pony between lots of dots and the pony we have showing up tomorrow who didn't work out for us. It turned out he was aggressive towards children. He had food aggression and he was not a good fit for our family living here on the ranch. And that was a really really hard experience to go through bringing a pony into the herd, falling in love with him, letting all of my clients and friends and their children fall in love with him and neighbors. And then he wasn't a fit and we had to say goodbye. Figuring out what your priorities are and knowing when you need to let go, when it's not a fit. And coming up with contracts and agreements that if it doesn't work out, you have a good out. And this is something I think that is so important in life because over and over, we choose not to do something because there are so many unknowns or so many variables or so many things we're afraid might happen. And you know what? That is why we have contracts. That is why we have lawyers. That is why, as my dad says, you want great fences with your neighbors because great fences make great neighbors. Hey, it's on my side of the fence. It's my problem. It's on your side of the fence. It's your problem. Ah, but what about when a tree falls on said fence coming from your side onto my side, et cetera? Well, now it's a conversation. Now it's a conversation. We just got to repair fences, right? We're neighbors, both of ours now, right? It's really interesting to me to have done this work so many times. And each time I still feel this incredible joy and excitement about a pony coming home. The possibility of this pony coming home tomorrow. The pony hasn't even arrived yet. And I am so excited. I am so excited this pony is coming with his own carriage or cart and a harness that fits him so we can drive him around and bundle up in blankets and put the jingle bells on and deliver Christmas cookies to our neighbors. What a gift. What an opportunity to share and bring a pony around to others to share in the joy of ponies. Living here in the suburbs of Chicago, when we go out on horseback down the Des Plaines River Trail, it is like a public service announcement. Every time, almost every time, we come across a person who has never seen a horse before, has no idea how to touch them or be around them. Every now and then they are brave enough to ask and touch a horse and be close to them and recognize that horses are bigger than our problems. Guess what? 
ponies are too. Even a small pony, lots of dots. He was 364 or 464 pounds of pure love. This pony we're getting tomorrow, he's probably about 300 pounds. He's a little bit smaller. He's still bigger than most of us. And he's definitely bigger than our problems. And these ponies and horses for thousands and thousands of years, 5,000 years, human beings have partnered with horses. Just think about that for a minute. 1925 was the year that we started having more cars than horses in the United States of America on roads. Wow. So this is the generation where people no longer think of horses as transportation. These hundred years, like that's not what we think. We think of them as pets, as pleasure, right? But the truth is at their core, what they perhaps came here for and our partnership with them is to take us to higher places, is to take us farther, is to connect us back to our souls, to this joy that we have inside. And I get that this is not true for everybody, but I think that there are two kinds of people in this world, horse people and people who don't yet know that they're horse people. And if you're a horse person, you're probably picking up everything I'm putting down. You're excited about it. You're wondering if there's a smell of manure, there must be a pony. And if you've never fallen in love with a horse or a pony, I invite you to consider joining me in this joy. Imagine tonight you're going to sleep and tomorrow a pony is going to show up on your property. And let's not worry about the logistics. If you don't have a barn or you wouldn't know how to feed it, or you wouldn't know the first thing about grooming it, or what is this cart, et cetera, let go of all of that and just focus on the energy of that dream. And you know, a pony could be a metaphor for you. It's not even about the pony. It could be something else that you've always been dreaming of, but I'm going to ask you that it not be something material, that it be something living, thriving, that the earth, the creator, whatever you believe in, replenishes like water from the skies and that fleeting moment of the rainbow. Wow. And you know, if it rains, the flowers are going to grow. And if a pony shows up, think about the adventures. Billy and Blaze, those books from the 60s. Think about the adventures available to us in this day, in the 2020s. What is possible for you, for your children, for the horses and ponies out there looking for homes? Do you have a home in your heart for a horse or pony? Are horses and ponies, is that your home? Home is where the horses are. Is that it for you? Because that is a huge piece of it for me and for my family. And that is why tonight feels a little bit like the night before Christmas, because tomorrow we have a new pony coming home to spend the winter with us. And I am so excited. I was so excited today. And when I wasn't quite sure if the sale, and it's a lease agreement for those who are wondering, I wasn't quite sure if it was going to go through or not or what was happening. And I focused on getting really still over and over and meditating and just asking God and the creator to open my heart and prepare me for this new animal, if it's supposed to come and be with us and to know how to receive the animal and prepare for the animal and connect with the herd and with our children, and most importantly, with myself and with my husband to make sure that we provide a safe, prosperous, happy home for this pony 
because a transition is a big deal for a little guy, especially coming into a herd of really big horses. And I always pray for the highest good for all involved. I did not know whether or not the sale was going to go through. There was a little bit of tough negotiation going on. Good horses and ponies are hard to find right now. And he technically was not for sale. I pursued this pony because I knew in my heart something just said, even though it didn't make any sense right now, it makes all the sense in the world. And that's when you know it's love. It's coming from something so innate, so much deeper. And to prepare myself and my body, I finally got to the gym for the first time in 30 days, did a great workout. And in part, I did that because I knew that once the pony gets here, I might or might not make it out. I might or might not make it out. I might want to be home with the pony, hanging out, doing horse chores, doing my home workouts because there's a pony here. (laughs) And that's pretty awesome. (sighs) Thank you for hearing me in my enthusiasm. And I invite you to find your own joy or join me to find out what happened with ours. What a great episode. It has been so fun to be with you. I recorded many of these in my hayloft and I would love to share my hayloft with you. If you want to see what that looks like or smell it, I wish I could bring you into the the smell of hay. You know, it's really just dried grass. Okay, so you can probably find some (laughs) at a park near you. Meanwhile, if you would like to connect on social media, see our animals, see some of our training trips, get to know us a little bit better, you can find me on all the platforms. Cat Caldwell Myers. If you're not on social media, you could email me. I would love to hear from you. Please connect with me on my website, catcaldwellmyers.com. You can find the spelling in the show notes. And if you loved this show, please share it with a friend. Drop me a review. Subscribe. That way you can stay up to date with what we have going on. And I would love to hear from you what you would like to hear. And have yourself a beautiful day. Get out there and smell the hay.